What's up, guys? Welcome to the Do Good Movement. Our purpose here is to make a positive impact in our society through real-life education. The movement comes into play when you share the content to help other people do good just like you. We're doing our question and answer series with Mr. Kyle Georgian, Eagle Snatch himself. What is up? What's up, guys? (laughs) You ready for question? Question of the day? Let's hit question of the day. All right. How? Why is your hairline receipt? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Dude, this... Hairline's pretty fucking good. Dude, mine's going back pretty far, actually. At, back when I was younger, it used to recede a lot more, probably because mm-hmm. I used to take steroids back when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, guys. So I don't know. <laughs> it's either the no steroids that makes my hair look good or um, the Monet shampoo. Yeah, well, you don't have much of it up there, but it looks good. Do you good. use Monet shampoo? Um, at one point, it was. Whatever Talina's put it on the shelf, I'm just squirting in, rubbing in there and going, dude. You got a lot of hair. Yeah, it's grown out. I think you're more gray than me, though. Uh, for sure. I've had to deal with you my whole life, so. I I actually do my hair is pretty pretty bad these days. That's why I keep it buzzed. Yeah. Because you can't tell. For sure. Well, that's not the real question today. So here's here's the real question. What's the real question? How do, uh, not how do, what is the key to keeping a small business making money? Don't have a receding hairline. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, it's good, man. Uh, It brings me back to like the days, you know? Uh, small business is my favorite, um, to be frank with everybody. Like once uh, the business gets a little bit larger, like it's fun to like have the, the power of like people, right. All the resources and stuff, but it's just, it's a lot of stuff you have to work through to make the result, the result. Like there is just shit every day. Um, the cool thing about small business guys is it could have your personal touch. Your thoughts, your ideas, you're able to make that happen in a snap, right? And so small business, the only way a small business is going to succeed is by the relationship you guys have with your customers. Um, my assumption of small is, you know, almost self-employed, maybe doing under $5 million, $10 million a year. That's kind of what I'm thinking of when you're asking the question. Um a company that size, you don't have the marketing dollars, the branding, um, all the resources, all the people and different things like that. So one is you need to say what you need to look at what you have versus the big businesses. Put yourself in the customer shoes and say, why would a customer work with me over corporate America or over this big business? One advantage that you already have is you are a small business. Like people love supporting local small business. So you need to like roll with that in your advertising, in your talk track to P and, and the reason why people love it is they like to help out. Like people want to see people succeed for the most part, especially like it when it's their thing. So when you interact with your customer, first make a personal connection, learn about your customer, talk to your, your customer, let them learn about you, tell them who you are, just be open and transparent. I'd be like, hey, man, my name's Dylan. My family and I just started this. I used to do this. This has always been our dream is to be self-employed and have our own business. Uh, I'm really looking to just do a good job for our customers and service you guys by doing this, you know, and whether I earn your business or not, one thing I'll ask for is if you give me feedback on how we did or what we can do different, I'd appreciate that. And so just one is, again, building that one-on-one connection with your customer, letting them know what your vision is, let them see it and get that emotional emotional connection with you, and then service the heck out of them. 
give give them a good product, give them a good service, give them have good follow up with them, ask how you could do better, make tweaks, make changes. Um, some of the simple things that you guys can do is like one, look where you're putting your time and your money. So, like money is like one, you, you need more leads, you need more customers. Well, how do you get more customers? You either spend a shit ton of money to get more customers, or you could do really, really good work to get more customers. So you need to make your work so impactful and so life-changing for them that they want to go spread it. They need to know your story just as well as you know your story. They need to know your vision just as well as well, uh, just as much as you know your vision, so they could go talk about it and they could go share the experience. You want your customer to be your advertiser for you based on how you connect with connected with them and how you serve them. And if you do that every single time, your customers will find a way to make you successful, right? Um, the second thing is there's also like avenues and different things you can do um, to get leads to be profitable without a ton of marketing spend. Like what I did and what we currently do in the retail business that we own is a lot of self-generated leads. So one, what I talked about on the relationship side, but we do a lot of stuff on Facebook Marketplace because there are there's homeowners and customers on Facebook Marketplace and they want to go shop and they want to go get the deal. They don't want to deal with the big business. So the question is, is where would your customers shop? They're not driving into big retail stores and malls and different things like that. Where do they shop? The next door app, right? A free classified app, Facebook Marketplace, offer up, maybe Craigslist, put your name out there. So step one is you're doing things through servicing your customer where they go and advertise for you through word of mouth. Two is you go and do self-advertising where your customers are looking. Um, and then the other thing that's super important, guys, is keep as much money in the business as possible. Like a lot of small businesses fail because they see like profit and they're like, holy shit, like we made let's just say $20,000 this month when you're used to making $5,000 a month doing whatever you did. You see $20,000 a month and you automatically think it's your money. It's a company's money, brother. It's not your money. Leave it in the business. Because the thing about the business is if you took all the profit and you went and spent the profit, there's going to be a time that that business isn't making profit. That's just the way business goes. You have ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And if there's not cash flow to support those times, that's when you go out of business and all your hopes and dreams and all that stuff and the self-doubt will kick in because you failed, right? So as you're in a small business, your personal lifestyle needs to still remain small and live as broke as you possibly can be until your business is stable. And what I mean by a stable business is have a good amount of cash flow to support months, if not years, for your business to survive with minimal income coming in. You need enough time to pay bills, taking a loss, enough time to have you be uh, enough time to give you thinking time and um, action time to make a different result through a pivot. Right. Because like hard times will come and I've been through many of them and I know you have too mm -hmm. in business and we all could get through hard times, guys. It just depends on the time. Like, yeah. OK, like, yeah, shit sucks right now. Like we're reading shit. We're not profitable. We'll always find a way to we could always make it through. It's just how much time do we have? Yeah, because it's very hard to make a pivot and to go make cash flow happen and profitability happen in a week. Yeah, you right? need to give yourself that buffer of like time to actually make the right decisions versus 
operating out of like, oh, the crap, the house is on fire. Where do I get water to put it out? Exactly. Yeah. So have enough capital in your business to get by. Um, the other thing is like margin. A lot of people I see in small business, um, they just like undercut like hell, right? They think a lot of people in small business think, well, I have a less overhead. So let me go sell under everybody else by like 40% and I'll get business off of price. Guys, people know that you're making money if you're a business. So like, don't be shy of making money, right? Like they make money too. That's how they have money. <laughs> so if you're, you're in the business to make money, you, you as a small business can service a customer a hell of a lot better than a big business, basically every single time due to your connection. Like you could literally almost talk to every one of your customers if you wanted to and thank them and build a personal connection. So if your service is better, your price could be the same, if not a little bit higher. So make the margin, make a good, healthy margin. Don't go in and work for wages just because you can, just because you can support that when everybody else is, has a, a, a higher margin out there. Like charge a price, charge a price, make money, be able to use that to grow your business. And as your business grows, guys, just remember where your money comes from. And I think that's where a lot of companies get lost is, they expect the money to come in no matter what, when the money comes from your customers. Your customers get to choose you. They don't have to choose you, they get to choose you. So how do you keep getting your customers to choose you? So those are a couple of you know things off the top of my head by you just asking the question. Is there anything you wanna add? Yeah, I mean, you touched on a lot of it, but like customer experience is king at the end of the day. Um, making money is just part of the pie. Making money is the result from taking care of a customer's problem, right? Like. Mm adding value to your customer is what creates money. Now, <clears throat> you have to kind of know what your costs are too, right? Like you, it, the, the question is like, how do you keep small businesses making money, right? Well, you don't want to just make money to spend all your money yeah. and have zero dollars at the end. The goal is net profit so you can have more opportunity to grow and make an impact. And hopefully your business is purpose-based there. It's not just like, you know, originally we started business, it was to make money. Like, yeah, oh, I gotta pay my bills, I wanna make money, right? Then you learn how to do that, then you're like, what am I doing this for? Yeah, then you're like, okay, now it's gotta serve a purpose. And you know, the best businesses serve a purpose of helping solve other people's problems and adding value to their life, making a better quality out of it. So, um, is it is a question make money or make more money? How to keep a small business making money. Yeah, so making money, so, the other thing too, guys, is like, there's gonna be whatever business you're in, there might be consolidation, there might be more people that come in, the economy might change, you have inflation, all this other shit, right? Like, understand it's an, always a moving target. So don't, don't be that small business that just goes and sets it and says, hey, it's working, it's making money, let me go focus on something else. You always need to be working on what that next thing's gonna be for your business for you to stay relative. Yeah, you, it it's changing, dude. Like, you have to have a. We were talking about it earlier this week, but you have to have a vision and a goal for your business. It can't just your goal cannot be to make money. Yeah, event like that'll work for a little bit, but it's not going to get you to a point where you're fulfilled with that business. Because um, you can make money working for people, mm -hmm. but if you're able to, if you have a vision and a mission for that company or that business, and you want to see it grow, that's what you have to feed into. Yeah. And then eventually the making money part just is there. It's like, you don't even have to try for that. It's like, we're so committed to solving this problem or our vision and purpose as a business 
the, the making money part comes. You just have oh, to yeah. obviously be wise with the way you run your business too. Like you were saying earlier, just don't go spend all your profit because you had a profitable month. Well, dude, the, the best thing, like I wish I would have learned this um, and it's take like, I wish I would have I known this a long time ago is like, instead of like, hey, I got this, this business thing that you want to do to go run, look at the industry you're in, like study your industry like completely up to down everybody in it from manufacturing raw materials to the service, to the operations, the distributions, to retail, to like how it all works, right? Look at the, pull the whole business apart. And the best thing to do is to say, how can I service this industry? What is this industry missing? What What's not connecting very well here? And go plug yourself into that. Like if you're always looking to solve, if you look to solve the gap in your industry, you'll fucking crush it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really where it is. Because sometimes we always try to think of like what we want to do, right? Think mm-hmm. of what your industry is lacking. What are you struggling in? What's, what are other people struggling in? They're struggling it because somebody hasn't solved the problem. All businesses is solving the problem, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. And then the other thing would be just duplication. So if you're doing something in, in a one region and you want to make more money, scale it, right? Or if you're doing something and you're very, very good at doing something, but your time's taken up doing accounting and admin work and handling calls and customer service and all that different stuff. But you're like, what you are really, really good at is sales and building relationships as fast as you can afford it, you need to get somebody to do your HR, your accounting, your admin work, all that kind of stuff and focus on what you're good at. Good at. Then when that's running, then you duplicate yourself with somebody with a similar skill set and a similar vision and passion and teach them how to do it, how you want to do it. But what I always like to do is when I figure out a tool, I, there's a formula behind the tool on how you do things. I document how I do it, what I do, and that becomes the way, the company way. That's policy. That's how we do this one service. So the next person that comes in, they don't have to recreate the wheel. Mm-hmm. They know, yep, this is exactly how it can be done. Create a system. We'll, neg- we'll negotiate it. Like At any time, somebody could bring a company policy and just say, hey, I think there's a better way to do it. Cool. Let's look yeah. at it. Let's check it out. But whenever something happens or we have to use people from other departments or other companies and come solve a problem one company, there always needs to be a best practice on how to do that one thing. And that's how you scale and that's how you duplicate. Yeah, I was just thinking the whole time you're saying is like, build good systems that are simple. Don't complicate your business. Like for us, for Built Right, we were extremely complicated for a lot of years. Yeah, like walk walk them through that. So turf installation company that we literally chased every single opportunity in construction forever. Mm -hmm. So now I like, I'll let you speak. I'll. I'm not going to take away all your. Yeah. So, um, we were operating with like three or four different platforms or data systems for We had a different one for our sales CRM. We had a different one for our operations tracking. We had a, you know, different accounting softwares. Like it was just complicated. Um, and the business was not making profit. Bro, hold on. You had that, that was the admin side. Yeah, that was but the internal workings. You had, you're doing construction. You not only, you weren't subbing construction, you had all your own trucks, all your own trailers, all your own tools, all your own people, tons of W2 people on these jobs. So you had 
those issues of managing people, managing equipment. So you had to. Yeah, we had everything. Like, it was too much. No, not. It doesn't even stop there. And it wasn't just turf. Somebody wanted pavers, didn't even do pavers. Go figure out how to do pavers. Go figure out how to do concrete. Go figure out how to do. We built a spa in San Diego at one yeah, point. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, it, that's a, that's the thing about small business is you get so into this and you see every opportunity. And when you learn, like you first make money, you're like, oh, we got to get this. We got to get this. We got to get this. But what people don't think of is that shit distracts you mm-hmm. from getting very fucking good at one thing yep. and scaling that one thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Simplicity scales is the saying, right? So um, we had to simplify our sales model. So we stopped selling all of the outdoors products. We were doing patio covers, walls, concrete, like you name it, lighting, irrigation, turf, like so we said, you know what? This system needs to, a reset. We need to simplify. We need to get really freaking good at turf and producing because that's what makes us profitable. And we can service, more importantly, we can service the customers better. We can get to them quicker. Uh, we're really good at this this part of the job. Let's just do this and scale that. Once we've mastered that, then we'll incrementally add in little things with a system in place. Yeah, well now you have a formula. So it's very like, if you want to make more money, if you want to build more revenue, you have two ways, penetrate the market you're in greater or expand it into another region. But your model is the exact same. You follow the same model. Yeah. Just keep things simple. Everything from an admin side of things, a business model, what you're offering customers, um, get really proficient at that, Mm -hmm. um, to where you're profitable and you're delivering high quality service and quality, you know, end results to the client. Yeah. Once you've got that in place, then you can start thinking about adding other things or scaling. That's it. That's so like these big, big boy companies, that's where they make their money. You have to be so sizable and have so many customers and have all the shit figured out when it's all figured out and running smoothly and layers of management and it's done. How they increase their revenue is they'll add a product. They'll add a service because they already have the system. But you can't have all these things while you're building the system. You got to build the structure of your team your systems, get very good at that, learn how to bring that one thing to different regions. Once you get that and everything's good and you can't expand any further, then go ahead and start adding other different things in there. Yeah, it's night and day difference too. Like we used to make, you know, gross revenues, seven, eight million a year, 1% profit at the end. Yeah. Not That's not a business model you want to be part of. It's very demoralizing when you're like, okay, we're killing on gross, but we're sucking on net. Well, if well, you're not making like money too, right? Then it's yeah. like, bro, you look at your expense line. Right? Yeah, something has to change. Dollars a year, right? And there's, and you're just trying to make it. You're that close to going way. Oh yeah, yeah. And being in a hole. Two months of not producing, your debt, you're out. Yeah. And that's not a place you want to operate out. If you want to operate out of a place where cash flow is abundant, net profits are high. Um, and that you're satisfying the customer with your services at the end of the day, right? Yeah, that is, that's another thing. Like you guys, this profit and small business, like you, you shouldn't be excited of making money. Set a minimum bench line. So let's say if you, let's say you do a million dollars annually and your bench benchmark is like 150,000 bucks, right? 15% net profit, let's say. That needs to be your zero. Like you only make $150,000. That shit needs to give you grip. Uh, gray hair, like you're hitting zero. Like you need to build a buffer threshold of like, Hey, 
it, it is only acceptable if we're above this number. If we get to that number or below, you need to make some serious decisions in your business to make a change. Because mm-hmm. if you fucking get below that number and you're flirting with zero, like that's lights out type of situation. Yeah, by God's grace, we made it on <laughs> operating that way for many years, but now it's not that way, which is we're super thankful. Well, it's, yeah, blessed uh, with grit. Yeah, all, that's the only way that we've made it through the the paces is having grit and no quit. Yeah, you get put in a corner, don't quit. You freaking find a way to make it happen. That's the only way. That's the only reason why we're um, even made it this far. For sure. You know, you only you only lose and when you quit. Yeah, and you you do the other thing in small business like make the pivots before your the the pivots come to you. Is like I talked about in a, another podcast around like adversity. You know, um, like nobody fucking loves adversity. Like we could all say like, we love it because what it does for us, right. Once we get through it, but like when that shit just hits you, it sucks. So like in business, like you always need to be trying to predict what's going to happen and make the pivots ahead of time before they're coming to you and you're having to react, always be proactive. So like when your business is running smoothly, you should be really solving on how do you make the business even better versus like, Hey, my business is running. Let's peace out. No, your business yeah. is running. You, fuck, dude. That is your that is your only break time to figure out how to do something differently because you're only a few months away from your business not running smoothly. Like I hate to say, it, that's just how it is. Yeah, I mean, it goes. You go through phases. Every business is going to go through phases of like smooth, good times, bad times. But dude, if I didn't make the pivots and adjustments and all the, it's like when things were good, I would have been so fucked. Like I've, there's been times in my business, businesses or brands where like one channel just took a shit when that was my number one channel two years ago. Right. But when that channel was good, I was building this other stream, this other team where I was able to use that. Like the only way I made it to where I was is like, you've been there. There's so many brands. Those have so many divisions and stores and all those different things. Like that's losing, that's losing, that's losing, that's fucking winning big, that's cash flowing, the whole thing paying for the growth. So when that's winning and these are losing, I'm not like, hey, net net, I'm I'm crushing it, I'm up. I'm like, no, how do I make this better? And then go, I'm able to go focus on the shitty ones, get that going, then those are winning, then my big one comes down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a, a balancing act, right? Yeah. And, not seeing go, go open up a thousand businesses because that's the other thing that killed me in the beginning. But um, like when we talk about like scaling, right, and going into other regions, like there might be a time where your Texas region's crushing it and your uh, New York region's sucking, right? And so that's a cool thing of like having more than one stream of income in the same thing is like there's always going to be changes going on. And like you at the end of the day, net net, you need to be up. Um, but it's a lot less stress than like relying on one little area because anything could happen in that one little area where it's gone. Yeah, cast a wide net. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, basically. But stay simplified. Focus on what you're doing. Like you can be simplified and scale and mm-hmm. be in multiple zones. It's just don't make your business more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, that and just summing it up on the the customer experience and building that that relationship. Like for an example, at our our house, we've been uh doing a bunch of shit lately and I work a lot. So like they, they, the salespeople work with Lindsay, you know, and she makes the decision. And when she comes to me before we even go ahead and looking at the bid, who do you like? Like you could read the person and tell if they're honest or not. Like, I don't want to deal with fixing something, somebody taking my money and running. Like I don't even look at a bid. 
who do you like? Who do you, who do you think is going to do the best job? Who do you think is the best person? Who has the integrity? Made you feel the best? That's who we go with. You know, um, like every single time, even if it's more money, that's hey, we're comfortable with that. So it's because that person was able to build a relationship with her mm-hmm. and sh- and showcase their experience and make her feel comfortable spending whatever amount of money she spent. Yeah. Right. And that's all you got to do. Like in small business, just fucking do what you say you're going to do. Over communicate, get the customer involved in the project, give them updates so they stay excited and build a relationship, share your vision and your passion with what you're doing. You're going to do just fine. Cool. Yeah, that's great. Do good.